and welcome back to Astrology and You. I'm Maxine. And I'm Alice. And today we're talking about all things Mercury retrograde. I know we went into this a little on the September forecast episode, but for today we just want to give a few more specifics on what you can expect from this three-week retrograde that's happening. Yeah, so at the start, we're kind of going to get into more generally what is Mercury Retrograde, give you kind of some tips and tricks about it, um, or do's and don'ts, (laughs) that kind of thing. (laughs) And then toward the end, we'll get into like even more specifics about the signs it's in and all of that. Yeah, like how to locate it in your chart. So definitely listen for that. Um, But first, we have a few announcements to make. So next episode we're doing that's airing a week from today is going to be on it's going to be a Q&A episode answering all career astrology questions. So definitely email us. We'll put our emails in the show notes if you have questions you want answered on next week's episode. Yeah, reach out to us and make sure that the questions are geared toward, like Alice said, career questions with astrology, um, but also not overly specific just to your chart so if you know you can make them a little more general questions so that way you know other people listening will also find a lot of value from the answers yes so can't wait to read through those and we'll be sharing them next week also yeah same also we're still sorting through emails um from people who reached out about editing the podcast so Thank you so much for sending that. Like we got some great candidates and we're getting on that soon. Yes. And also to the last thing we wanted to share is that our courses, Mastering Birth Charts and Applying Transits are still on sale. So you can still get that $100 off both courses um, now through September 19th. So if you have wanted either of those courses and you've really been wanting to dive deep into understanding how to read charts for yourself and others, definitely recommend getting in on that. Yes. So there's only a week left to get them at that discounted price of $100 off. um, And then it's going up significantly. I cannot recommend these courses enough either. Like if you're wanting to learn about your birth chart or if you're wanting to learn how to predict with astrology and understand how to read transits, these are so good for both of those. Yeah. And they, I mean, I feel like we just don't promote them a lot because they just sell themselves because honestly, we've gotten such great feedback from them that, you know, I'm just so proud of these courses. So if you are wanting to dive deeper into astrology, definitely look into those more and see if it's a good fit or DM us if you have any questions. Yes, definitely. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, what has been happening for you, Maxine, in the lead up to Mercury Retrograde? Because even though it hasn't technically started yet when we're recording this, it will have started by the time you guys are listening to this, but I'm definitely already noticing huge themes popping up of what the retrograde is going to be about for me. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like you should start because yours is so much okay. more obvious <laughs> than mine. So do you want to share a little bit like yours is taking place primarily like yeah, starting yeah, yeah. in your third house? Yeah. So Mercury retrograde as we'll get into like how to locate it in your chart, it's happening in my third house, which yeah, that has to do with communication travel, but it also has to do with siblings. I'm having a major fight with my sister right now who has come, who has come to visit me. So that's definitely setting up my Mercury retrograde. I'm just kind of shocked at how literal it is. Like Mercury retrograde in the house of siblings. Of course, there's miscommunication with a sibling going on. 
And then... So literal. Yeah. I'm not sure how this one plays in, but my ceiling in my bedroom has been leaking. (laughs) And yeah, it's like worried the roof is going to cave in. I feel like that is Mercury retrograde related, but I'm not sure how that applies to like specific houses in my chart because my fourth house or my moon. I guess transit Mars is square my moon right now. So that might be that energy put into home related activities. Well, it's so interesting to me, Alice, because like you with a Pisces water moon, I just feel like you so often come up with water, I don't know, things happening in your home that are inconvenient, like mishaps. It's crazy. (laughs) Like when I moved into my old apartment, the toilet flooded like within the first day of living there. And now this, it's always, I've had a roof cave in because of water and mold as well too before. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just interesting even like looking at how your birth chart itself has that within it. And just because the moon can also represent your home and how that like different things that come up surrounding that. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. What has have you noticed anything? Okay, so yeah, my Mercury retrograde is happening in my fifth house in Libra. So for me, I feel like It has asked me a lot to reflect and rework how I'm presenting myself, like how I can be more authentic and just more real and not feel like I'm very, very private and secretive, Mm -hmm, (laughs) as Alice mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. Um, And so it's just made me really think about how I can show up even just on social media or, you know, different like the podcast and things like that, just being a little bit more true to myself or like sharing more things so like I've spent the past three days just doing an overhaul of my like what I want to share and how I can share more things and be less perfectionist and that kind of thing yeah fifth house is so much like how can I maybe stop looking to other people for like direction and like really trust in like my instincts and your authenticity Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally just wanting to share a lot more of myself and just try things out that I've had ideas surfacing for so long about. I'm just sick of thinking about them and I'm excited to share. (laughs) Um, And also one more thing that's so literal is I got roller skates Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I have them sitting in like in my closet because I got them like a couple weeks before our vacation and I'm finally going to go roller skating this weekend (laughs) so wish me luck that's so funny that's definitely fifth house themes of like recreational activities yeah I literally told Nick I need a hobby oh my god I (laughs) love that (laughs) so yeah Okay, so let's get into the logistics of Mercury Retrograde now. Um, Yes. We actually don't want to bore you with like super technical details. So we're going to be kind of brief with what is Mercury Retrograde. Uh, Do you want to start that off, Maxine? Yeah, and also do like we want to try to make sure that we're not boring you with the super basic thing. So we will touch on them, but we'll also make it interesting if you already know a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so what even is Mercury Retrograde? Basically, Mercury retrograde is when the planet's orbit, it slows down and it appears from our perspective on Earth to be moving backwards, but it's an optical illusion. Like it's not really moving backward. (laughs) 
Yeah. And this typically happens three times a year for three weeks at a time. So that is like nine weeks out of the year that Mercury is retrograde. That's why it feels like it's happening all the time because yeah. I feel like it's constantly like, oh my God, it's time for an- another Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah. It honestly feels that it's happening a lot because it does. And there, you know, any planet could go retrograde. I just had someone today ask me on Instagram, can Saturn go retrograde? Yes. Like all the planets can go retrograde aside from, you know, sun and moon. Yeah. Sun and moon never go retrograde, but yeah, all the others. Um, and what set, what makes Mercury retrograde distinct from others is Mercury is the planet of communication. That's why when it's retrograde, you may hear of like people complaining about technology mishaps or, um, I don't know, ideas getting lost in translation or getting into fights with people. Yeah, traffic, like daily commute, kind of getting slowed down or backed up. So it's anything that has to do with like Mercury themes of travel, communication. Um, Communication involves technology too, like social media, like communicating with other people. All of those things tend to just like slow down or have kind of some mishaps involved. Yeah, delays, confusion, kind of feeling blurry in some way, like not seeing those areas of life clearly or in full working order. And also too, it's interesting, Alice, what you were mentioning made me think Mercury retrograde happens really regularly as we've shared like three times on average per year, but also it is about all of these daily in and out things. So it's just that much more obvious than the other retrogrades. Yeah, whereas like Pluto retrograde, that's like so subtle. It's like inner transformation. That's such such a subtle thing that goes on for months at a time. Whereas like you don't notice if if it's not Mercury retrograde, Mer- Mercury's moving at full speed. That's like you just going about your daily routine, getting stuff done, paying attention to communication tasks. And then the second that's not going how it usually goes, like it's so obvious, like you were saying. Yeah, that's interesting. And yeah, Mercury retrograde specifically too, it does ask you to slow down a lot more. So, you know, making you reflect on things that, as you were just saying, you haven't maybe thought about how you're communicating day in and day out. And then all of a sudden, maybe an event happens or maybe it's an inner reflection, but something triggers that desire to improve upon communication, like how you are learning your way of thinking, all of those Mercury-related tasks. Yeah, I often find with Mercury retrograde, there's a lot of like recurring thoughts that start to come up about a particular situation. And as we'll get into it, it really has to do with like what house, themes of house and sign activated by that Mercury retrograde. But usually it's like this intense reflection going on and like, how do I fix this? How do I go about this differently? just way more than you're used to. Mm, And especially, I would say, obviously that can be used in productive ways, you know, where you're workshopping old ideas or things. But also I've noticed in myself this tendency to just worry about things and just having to really be on guard more during Mercury Retrograde that I'm keeping up with my daily habits that help me to come from a better perspective you know like meditation yoga having my routines that kind of thing yeah it can be a lot of overthinking and also like if there's anything you've been pushing under the rug or conflict you've been avoiding 
it usually becomes like unavoidable the closer you get to mercury retrograde and it's like i need to have that conversation with someone i need to face this um annoyance that's been going on in my life and like figure out how to work with it so yeah yeah, i would say like just thinking of retrogrades in general like any planet going retrograde it just intensifies and internalizes the energy of that planet so anything mercury related becomes so much of like an internal thing where it's like you can't stop thinking about it yeah 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 for retrogrades yeah but then yeah but like with mercury it's like that theme of communication Mm, yes I'm really thinking about okay how can I use this in a way that you're focusing your mental attention on a certain area of life which we'll get to wherever that is by house um but it just asks you to really get more clarity in that area of life moving forward after the retrograde and sometimes that does require you to pause or to slow down a bit more but it's not like your life has to stop or be put on total you know okay don't do anything until the retrograde's over you know, life should still keep moving, but there's this desire to just be a bit more reflective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you want to go over some like do's and don'ts, like stuff we see with retrograde happening, how you can better work with it instead of like, I hate this complaining attitude of like, oh my God, this happened to me because it's mercury retrograde and like being like super annoyed and complaining about that. (laughs) yeah I agree and also what I don't like too is and you know I'm not blaming anyone obviously I get it but it's also not something where either like it mercury retrograde doesn't take away your power it's not like oh everything's going to be delayed now or oh everything has to move at a snail's pace you know like it's not that either so let's yeah let's talk about what the alternative is to that like how we view it Okay, so often, like, here's a downside that might occur with Mercury retrograde. Like, maybe there's something you're really excited about with your job, and there's an opportunity you're waiting to hear back from, and then suddenly Mercury retrograde comes in, and it's just really slow to hear back. And you're like, what's going on? I don't know where I stand with this opportunity or this project. And there's kind of a need maybe to reflect on it, revise that specific project, or maybe it's that that opportunity doesn't turn out to be right. And it's kind of asking you to go back to the drawing board of like, what what do I really want to do with my career? So a lot of times something like that will happen where it's kind of a redirection by the time the retrograde lifts. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's mostly, you know, in the moment, I think why Mercury Retrograde does get a bad reputation that way is because it's kind of a I don't know, like a agua de fiestas. I'm like thinking in Spanish. It's like a party pooper. Like that's kind of the thing where you just think, okay, this isn't fun. I wanted that job or I wanted to get to work on time or whatever it is related to Mercury Retrograde. But ultimately in the long run, it's going to help you so much more because it's actually getting you closer to where you're meant to be. It kind of redirects you. So like thinking about a positive to come out of that situation is like, yeah, you're headed off on maybe a path that's more in line with you or you went back and really had to focus on something work related that needed your attention in order to move forward more effectively. Um, And then like in the theme of relationships, since this one is occurring in Libra, so relationships might be a little more prominent this time. Maybe it's like you, I don't know, what would be an example for dating or relationships retrograde 
Oh my gosh, so many come to mind. But if maybe you're in a relationship, oftentimes Mercury retrograde will ask you to uncover some conflict that you've had or go back to a conversation in the past or something that's still, you know, bothering you or itching at you. So that way you can come out the other side of the retrograde feeling like you found peace with that or you found compromise. Yeah, so... A lot of the times you might want to like rush into having the conversation with that person or maybe you're super irritated and you want to like you end up like snapping at them. Really try when it's retrograde to like think, put yourself in the other person's shoes and really think about how you want to approach that conversation um, to have it be more effective because I've had a lot of experiences where conversations do not go over well during retrograde usually because they're like super rushed or like a lot of confrontation going on. Mm, yeah and also to mercury retrograde with relationships i think this one will have a lot of miscommunication in terms of the timing of things or the planning of things and just feeling like there's a need to be a little bit more clear in communicating what it is you want and just daily things that can build up in frustration over time if they're not communicated yeah, another big thing that Mercury retrograde causes is just confusion in general and like maybe doubting yourself or like what path you're currently on. So feeling like, am I doing the right thing for work or this relationship or just feeling like what are what are my interests? How do how am I set apart? And sometimes you can feel really down on yourself or like feel like you're comparing yourself to people a lot. That constantly is coming up for me with Mercury retrograde personally. Um, but yeah saying like I don't know I always just say like you don't have to have everything figured out when it's mercury retrograde because it may feel like you need to super intensely when really you don't oh my gosh that's such a good reminder and also just things feel hazy I think you know confusion haziness and knowing that mercury retrogrades do create a little bit of a fog but again you have to kind of let yourself get creative or imaginative or rethink things and then it can help you a lot because you know you're re you're reworking things and if you don't pause down pause and slow down far enough to let that happen then you know no change takes place yeah I like what you said about like going back to rethink things like depending on what part of the chart it's falling falling in for you maybe you've just been like on autopilot engaging in those themes in your life the same way for a while and it's like no like how can I do this differently or communicate better around this certain area Mm. and that brings me to another kind of do of mercury retrograde something to be on like actually a positive outcome of that is relationships in terms of if you're dating or wanting to date maybe you're rethinking how you're communicating what you want in dating maybe you can get more clear on that or maybe you can do that in a different way if you haven't been you know dating people I don't know in like on a dating app maybe you're like okay I actually want to try that and give it a go or I want to change things up here yeah I was gonna say like my first date with my boyfriend was during a mercury retrograde and I had been single for like five years before I met him and we had that first date and that whole mercury retrograde while we were like going on our first like handful of dates um it was a lot of like how do i communicate to him do i text him at all like how can i act excited about this over text it's just like 
because I, I have a personality that is like very not super lovey-dovey affectionate. So it was really like working on like how to be mindful of someone else's feelings. Oh, I remember like that was yesterday. And actually, fun fact, if you listen back to our last Mercury Retrograde podcast, um, I think that was like February last year, but you mentioned how you started talking to this guy who slid into your yes. DMs. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. You full circle. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But also like what came up with that retrograde, like when we were first dating, because this was a seventh house um, retrograde was also like themes around why do I have these restrictions on myself with dating and relationships and like going back to like maybe patterns picked up in childhood or in earlier dating experiences and reworking it. So very literal seventh house Mercury retrograde. Yeah. And also just more significant for you as we'll get into, but your sun is also in that sign. So if you do have your sun in Libra Virgo, it will be more significant likely. Yeah, so I would say like it's not it's definitely not a bad thing when Mercury retrograde happens in a part of your chart. It just makes you really reflect and um, go about the themes of that part of your chart a lot differently. Yeah, and I think the last thing that I wanted to make sure we added to is that I don't see it as Mercury retrograde taking your power away. It just actually helps you to flow with the energy better to go into mercury retrograde saying okay for the next three weeks or so I can be a little bit more mindful of how I'm communicating so that way things go more smoothly in my relationships or you can kind of anticipate some delays so you don't get super frustrated and impatient you know so I really see it as when you're working with the transits like mercury retrograde it can be so much more empowering because you're actually allowing yourself to just accept things as they are and kind of get this secret clue into what will be happening during that time and how you can work with it better. I would say as a final like do don't, um, a lot of the times because Mercury does cause a little bit of mishap with technology related stuff, probably avoid buying technology during this time unless it's absolutely necessary like I wouldn't out of the blue decide to buy a new phone during mercury retrograde but that's just me Mm -hmm. yeah it's and it's weird because a lot of times technology can kind of fail during mercury retrograde but that doesn't just happen out of the blue like I will use myself as an example last mercury retrograde my computer keyboard the e on it stopped working But I've had my computer forever and I knew I needed to get a new keyboard and here we are the next Mercury retrograde and I have a keyboard, (laughs) you know, so I think it's important to know that it doesn't just like happen out of the blue. It Mercury retrograde clues you into things that you've been, like you said, sweeping under the rug. Yeah, it's like you being like, oh, I don't want to spend the money to get the new keyboard, but it's like Mercury retrogrades like no, like stop ignoring that and don't be afraid of spending the money on a new keyboard yeah or just don't be lazy (laughs) yeah 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 so yeah things like that can happen but again it's like nothing should be surprising during your mercury retrograde as much it is is it is just bringing more awareness to things that you should have been focused on more yeah so you're probably already feeling the vibe of like what this retrograde is about for you even though it's only by the time this air is like a couple days into it, it's probably pretty strong. Like, okay, maybe there's some issue of conflict or confusion going on, or you're just having, you're really interested in like going back and 
um, reconnecting with people or revising a certain project. Did we, I don't think we mentioned that either, like people from the past coming up. Do you want to touch upon that for a second? Okay, yes. This should be, this will be the last thing we touch on, but Mercury retrograde can definitely bring back people from your past into your life, whether that's friendships or even, you know, reconciling with someone from your past or relationships. And that will speak more to how it shows up in your birth chart, but just to be mindful of that. Yeah. And oftentimes it's like a great opportunity to connect with old friends who maybe you had a falling out with, or you just haven't seen in a while. Or again, like having an ex come back, maybe there's some last conversations you need to have definitely would be wary of jumping back into something with an ex, but can definitely be very healing. And maybe you get clarity surrounding that past relationship. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely great for closure in all relationships. So be mindful of if you wanted to use that to your advantage too. Okay, so on to a little bit more technical information about like how to locate it in your chart, what signs it's happening in. Um, So this particular Mercury retrograde will happen it'll start off in libra and then it'll backtrack into virgo so we're looking at the signs of libra and virgo for this retrograde yeah and libra and virgo because it's in those two signs when you're looking at your birth chart the technical side of that is look to see where you have the symbols of libra virgo and then look to see what houses those occupy so there should be two houses that you see there Yeah, just because you aren't a Libra sun or a Virgo sun doesn't mean you're not going to be affected by this retrograde because everyone has two houses in their chart ruled by both of those signs. Um, So looking at those houses is definitely critical. But if you do have planets in late Virgo or early Libra, this retrograde specifically will happen between the degrees of 24 degrees Virgo to 8 degrees of Libra. If you have planets there, it's definitely going to affect you way more than it will for other people. So definitely if you have a late Virgo birthday, like it's those last few days of Virgo season or like the earliest Libra birthdays, that means your sun is in within those degrees. So yeah, going to affect you more. Yeah, your sun, and that's a really easy way of checking it if your birthday falls during that time, but also even if you have any planets like your moon or your natal Mercury or Mars or any planet. So take a look at your birth chart to see, do I have any planets in late degrees Virgo, early degrees Libra? Yeah. And to give a few more exact dates of like when it switches from Libra to Virgo. So the retrograde will start off in Libra on September 10th. It'll be in Libra all the way till September 23rd. So about the first two weeks of the retrograde then it'll switch back into Virgo on September 23rd and stay in Virgo until it comes out of retrograde stations direct on October 2nd. Yeah, so again, just check your chart to see, okay, that that's the degrees that will be highlighted and also mark your calendars to say, okay, this is when Mercury retrograde is happening and just kind of noticing that you can give yourself a little bit more grace during that time or be more mindful of those Mercury retrograde themes. And also like the first part of the retrograde tends to be maybe the most difficult or startling part of it. And the second half tends to be a bit easier where you are going back to revise or reincorporate something from the past. You're just, you've gotten the hang of it by then. So the first 10 days or so, maybe until about like September 20th, 
will probably be the most challenging part of Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I love the word you use, startling as well, because it does kind of bring up something that you're not always aware of. So typically as it goes on, you will get more clarity as to where you need to refocus. Yeah. And to like, if you want to go back and reflect on last time the retrograde happened in these two signs, that might help provide like, okay, what are themes that might surface again for me? So this might only be for people that are good with remembering dates because it is pretty specific. Um, I remember every single date of every year though, but I'm an astrologer. Um, but yeah, the last Libra Mercury retrograde was actually last year from end of September through middle of October 2021. So basically right around this same time, just a little later of last year. So if you want to think of like themes from last fall that might have been like an issue or something that was giving you like a need for reflection, definitely do that. And then um, do you want to the Virgo dates? Do you want to yeah. touch on those? Yeah, so the Virgo, the last time that Mercury went retrograde in Virgo was actually back in 2016 and 2017. And same thing, like September, October timeframe. Yeah, like the Mercury retrograde is always happening in the sign, like where the current season is taking place. Um, But yeah, so a pattern to notice with Mercury retrograde is that it will stay in in a set of three signs that all trine each other. They're all the same element for about a two-year period. So for the last two years, 2021 and 2022, Mercury retrograde has been falling in the air sign. So that's why this is the second time it's occurring in Libra in a row. So if you're like another step, if you want to like interpret Mercury retrograde through your chart would be locating those air sign houses in your chart and seeing how they've got, those houses have had way more of a focus or just like intense reflection going on throughout last year and this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it can be so literal, like, um, just to give an example, maybe if you think back to the last time we had the Libra Mercury retrograde last fall, that was when I got engaged. And now fast forward, we're finally thinking like after moving countries, (laughs) we're like, okay, we need to plan a wedding of some sort. So we're actually using this time to go look at places, check out venues and that kind of thing. So going back to something and being like, okay, what can we do to move forward in this? Yeah. And like, that's why Mercury retrograde is not bad at all. Like it really causes like activity to happen in those three houses of signs, like the air signs, for instance, it really causes activity to happen in the houses ruled by those signs over that two year period, like relation, because the air signs are my relationship houses in my chart. I've had so many new people come into my life. I've been intensely working with you, Maxine. That's an important relationship. And I got into a romantic relationship for the first time. So that part of my life has really been reworked. And now I'm moving forward with like a greater sense of what that what those houses are about for me. Oh, I love that you added that because honestly, Mercury retrograde, yeah, it can be so helpful. And it really does create a lot of it stimulates like a lot of mental stimulation, but also those areas of life just kind of it's like I what I'm picturing is just having a rug just being shaken up you know it's like there's stuff there that needs to come up and have life breathed into it such a good metaphor 
And so <laughs> now that Mercury retrograde is shifting into Virgo, so it's going to start this shift into Earth signs. It That's already been taking place throughout this year. But when as we get to 2023, the Mercury retrogrades will no longer be in air signs. They'll be fully in Earth signs. So Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. So this think of this as like a sneak peek of like what what like Virgo themes and the Virgo ruled house of my chart how is that becoming a lot more prominent like and how is that on my mind a lot more as we head into the following year yeah huge focus on the houses that'll be really individualized to your birth chart and the planets like we mentioned in Virgo and Libra that you have and then also to just themes related to the signs of Libra and then Virgo for this retrograde you'll notice that there's kind of this shift of like the first part where you might feel like it's more focused on being more social or relationship oriented. And then as September 23rd rolls around, the latter half of the retrograde, maybe needing to work more on yourself, like self-improvement and seeing how you can better yourself in order to better your relationships even. Yeah, like how can you make adjustments to your daily routine or your work schedule or how can you be more mindful of like your physical health and like how you're treating your body? I would say those are all Virgo themes. Maybe the start of the retrograde is way more focused on the Libra themes of communication within relationships, like you were saying, Maxine, um, and how you can get your ideas across to people more easily. Whereas, yeah, you may notice that bigger shift as we head into like last few days of September, early October, where it's more about your like getting yourself in order. Oh, yeah. And kind of seeing how maybe things that you're seeing come up for you currently as you're listening to this episode with the start of Mercury Retrograde, how maybe there's something deeper there that you can look within yourself and notice, oh, actually, this goes back to this thing. Like, for example, using my chart again as an example, but the even the houses connected in this Mercury retrograde. Like for me, it's my fifth house and it'll retrograde back into my fourth. So it's a big focus on self-expression right now. But also it goes back to like my early childhood and family and different things that maybe I need to focus on as well to help improve me going forward and how I express myself more freely. Yeah, and just like a final point, like Mercury was in Virgo unfortunately I don't have the exact dates but it was in Virgo like um in mid-August I think like yeah around mid-August so it might be that like the closer we get to October you start thinking about themes that were really important around the middle of August to you like so going back to your example Maxine maybe it's like you were thinking about family stuff mid-August and then it's coming back up in October or end of September early October Yeah, and that's why, too, Mercury retrograde, the timing of the retrogrades is so important to look back at. So definitely look back to see, okay, what was happening in, you know, late summer? How is that coming up again as we move closer to October? And how can you resolve it? Like now knowing what you what you've learned from the retrograde itself. Yes. Okay, I feel like that's a good note to end on. Do you? I know. Yes, I think so too. I was just looking at our notes and I think we touched on everything. Yes. So that is Mercury retrograde for you. (laughs) We'll have to give an update on how things pan out maybe in our October forecast. 
Yes, we will uh, toward toward the end of it and see. And also, just as a reminder, we are doing the Q&A for career astrology questions next week. So if you are listening to this before September, is that September? Um, 12th. Or wait, sorry, we would record the career Q&A on September, 14th, September 14th. So send in those questions before the 14th and we'll try to answer the ones we think are the most appropriate. Beautiful. And also to last call for if you do want to get in on our beautiful astrology and you courses, um, you can check out the show notes. We'll link everything there and the discount is already applied. Yes. And don't feel... Feel, don't feel free. I meant to say, feel free to ask any questions. Um, email us if you have questions about the courses. Yeah, if you want to make sure that it's a good fit before you buy, we are always happy to, to help you there. Yes. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.